Hey guys and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. Wherever you are, I hope that you're doing well. I am fresh off the, uh, the back end of uh, Yuki UP Milton Keynes. Um, it was great, a great show. Um, uh, the team absolutely smashed it. Um, so before I go into today's um, topic of you know what is your Olympia, uh, I'm just going to summarise that that weekend because it was a a special one um, for myself. Um, the, the the team over the years surpassing 100 top threes. Um, but it was just, just the, the first one that we actually filmed um, and I've, are getting on YouTube. Um, it'll be available here within the next, in, in the next couple of weeks. Emily from 44 Visuals captured the whole day and from, you know, as soon as the, the registration opens, we've captured that, we've captured the, the check-ins, the backstage, the onstage, the results and everything else in between and I can't wait to share it with you guys Um you'll get to see probably the stuff that you don't see on Instagram, the stuff that you don't see sitting in the stands. You'll see all the bits in between. And if you are a first-timer out there, think about competing or you're thinking about joining the team, this should give you a rough idea of what it's like um, on the day, but also what it's like you know, with the athlete and the coach and the pump-up and everything else in between. But So for those of you that aren't uh, familiar with uh, the UK, I stay in uh, Scotland, a place called Dundee, which you've probably not heard of Dundee before. It's about 60 miles north of Edinburgh, um, close to St Andrews, if that gives you any sort of indication where it is. Now, Milton Keynes, where uh, the show was, for me, was about a seven and a half hour drive. We were going to... um, we were going to get the train or we are going to fly, but due to sort of strikes um, and then just due to some ro- um, some works going on the, on the on the rail, it was probably going to take the same amount of time anyway. So uh, I went and picked Ryan up in Edinburgh and we drove down. It took seven and a half hours and I felt probably really fresh on Friday morning. The first time I felt fresh in uh, a few weeks because I'd been to this. It was my fifth show in four weeks, um, which has been incredible. Um but I felt I felt great, and then when we got there, I was like Ryan, I'm fucked. I was like driving seven and a half hours, and that was with no traffic and no nothing. Um, we get to the hotel. I see the rest of the athletes. There was three athletes staying there in total, and then Phil was um was staying elsewhere. However, checked them all in. Um, we then went to Tanning. Again, managed to see Phil because he wasn't staying at the venue. Um, we were doing things a little bit differently with a couple of the competitors, particularly one of them was Ryan. We were putting in a bit more fats for him on the on both days of the load, but the night before, putting in a bit more of a calorie-dense meal. So he had a burger and chips the night before, uh, and it worked, uh, it worked a treat. Um, rubbish sleep on the Friday night from my end as a coach uh, the night before shows. I don't really sleep that well just because I'm, my mind's racing, thinking about... What am I? What What am I going to do in the morning? What could I do if someone wakes up looking like this? If they wake up looking like that, the direction we could go. Just all these things play in your mind as a coach because it's just what they do. Um, it didn't help that the people beside me in the room were up at like one in the morning, two in the morning, just getting from partying. But um, anyway, uh, show day started um, <laughs> started very very well with both how uh, Neil and Ryan looked in the morning and Phil. To be fair, um, a little bit later, Christina woke up, looked dark, she looked fantastic. And um, the show day itself ran really smooth. It's such a long day. If you've never done a UKUP show before, what tends to happen is they go through all of the categories first and then they do all the awards at the end of the day, having had two breaks in between. So it is a really, really long day. 
But as a coach sitting there in the stands, you kind of get a rough idea of what the results are beforehand. Um, so with Phil, we kind of knew he got second in the Masters over 40s. But, I th- you know, I just knew he'd got a bit of muscled in the Open. Um, and that's kind of what happened. Pre With Christina, um, they moved her close to centre. Um, and then right before the last quarter turn, they moved her into what looked like fourth, so I wasn't sure, but she ended up getting third in that open class. And then beginner's bikini, she got second, which was phenomenal. And that was that was uh, that coincided exactly with what they did and effectively, you could call it pre-judging. And then with Neil, you know, they moved him to the centre with uh, his first class classic physique. He won that and then he also won his uh, his bodybuilding class. Then Ryan um, smoked, smoked his... Uh, Open height class as well, uh, open bodybuilding, tall bodybuilding, you should say, and won. So yeah, he actually got awarded as a UKP Pro card as well. So just phenomenal day for uh, for the athletes for the weekend. Really special, really grateful, and you know my heart was full of joy and love by the end of the day. Um, we all got a big photo together, the team, and you know shout out to my um, client Jemima as well, who was there, who did Christina's makeup and hair, um, who was supposed to be in that show, but. Unfortunately, we had to pull out. Um, you know, she still came and was and was there and was part of the team. So massive thank you to her, and also again, big shout out to to, to Hattie for helping Christina with her posing. You know, Hattie couldn't make it up there on the day, but was there the week before. Uh, but again, Christina's posing was was flawless. Um, but yeah, a lot of the team that was there sort of like second show in six days, right? So to see them do that well, a quick turnaround uh, to to get them to flatten them back out and fill them back up. But hey, they managed it well, and it was unbelievable. We actually, um, I, if you're thinking, Vaughn, did you drive up? Uh, did you drive home after it? No, <laughs> I was not driving seven and a half hours and getting in at half one in the morning. So me and Ryan actually drove halfway to Preston, stayed the night um, at Primer in there, and then drove up the the next morning. But um, just it, it kind of got me reflecting a lot on the the Saturday night um, about just the past few years and. Just a massive thank you to anyone listening out there who uh, I've worked with before, who I'm currently working with, to put on stage or you know whether it's in front of a camera, a photo shoot or whatever it is. It's uh, it's a true privilege um, and honour to have helped you and, and to be part of it. And it, you know it just got me hungry for more, not necessarily for the numbers, but just for what it means to 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 someone. You know both Christina and Neil had stepped on stage and Ryan had stepped on stage. Like the three of them. Like we've been working there for two years, preparing for this goal for two years is what we spoke about for two years, and to see it come to fruition, to see it happen the way it did, um, just phenomenal. And it kind of just reiterates in, in my head the importance of working with your coach early, um, forming that sort of solid relationship, being meticulous, and methodical with uh, everything that you do with your training, nutrition, etc., etc., and 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 posing, and from that will come success. But um. Moving on to the, the subject of today's episode, it kind of got me thinking, I was speaking to a client a few weeks ago, and um, there had been a couple of comments from uh, from some people who, who were talking about their show, and oh, if you'd, if you'd done this type, you know, this other show, or other people showed up, you maybe wouldn't have done done as well. Um, now, number one, if, if you're listening, you ever hear those sort of comments, those comments usually come from people that have never competed in their life, uh, they've never got in that sort of stage condition, they've never won a show, um, and they're probably just a bit bitter and they're a bit insecure. But it did get me thinking, because what my client had said is we were speaking about the show that they were doing, and they said, you know, Vaughn, this is my Olympia. And I was like, what a phrase. Like, that is absolutely fucking epic. And it was so true that the show that we were doing, you know, uh, he was going in, 
to that show at the level that he knew he was at. Um, he was well aware of it and you know knows that in the years to come he's he's got more tissue to put on and he'll, he'll progress in the ranks. But he said to me, "This is this is my Olympia," and I was like, "Fucking right, it is." And what he had meant is that everything that he had done and prepared for everything he you know he put his heart and soul into this prep for this show and this was the big the big one the big main event for him and I was just like wow man I'm fucking like that got me right in the feels about I'm I'm honoured to help prep you for this for 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 effectively your Olympia and I guess what I'm kind of getting at is being you know being selective with your shows you you've you've heard me say this before. Um, if you are a first-time competitor, a beginner, um, a novice, bodybuilder, whatever it is, um, pick your shows based on the level that you are at. So we know that um, PCA and Two Bros are the top, right? The most prestigious, the ones that the, the biggest, the most conditioned, the best of the best that do. So what I will say that if it, this was like, uh, I don't like football, but a lot of people can understand what I mean if I make this reference. Let's look at them as the Premier League, right? And they're like, you know, let's say that, I don't know what the top teams are, that the Manchester United's or Manchester City's or whatever it is. Like, that's who they are, right? Now, if we're just starting out, and it's our first time we're beginners and whatnot, unless we are genetically very, very good, very gifted and undeniably brilliant, we're probably not going to jump in the Premier League and take on those sort of sides, are we? Nah, nah, we're not. We're probably going to jump in, you know, we'll start off in Division 1. You know, simple as that. Fuck, some people could even start off and you could call, say Division 2. And what I mean by that is that as we kind of come down the ranks in the federations, when you come away from the piece of the tubos, the, those, those, those are maybe smaller federations. Okay, yes, maybe the, the standards are not quite as high. The, the guys maybe aren't quite as big or as conditioned or um, whatnot. But in fact, like, if you have that opinion, see if you actually go to these shows, you'd be so surprised at how good some athletes are that rock up. Um, I'll give you a big shout out. Uh, one of the bikini winners, her name was Molly. Um, unbelievably good. You know, when when they all came out, straight away in the stands, I was like, there's your winner. And she, I think she won all her classes that day um, and would, would do probably very well in those top tier feds. You know what I mean? Um, and that was just someone that's just rocked up to, to say the UKUP, um, which I'll beat is a little bit of a smaller fed, but there's an example of a, of a great athlete who showed up and out with the team because all the team from from my end were looking were looking bang on. So what I'm trying to get at is be selective with your shows. So if you are a first timer, I think you need to consider that. But also you need to consider like, are you natural or are you assisted as well? Because if you're natural, you're you're um really if you want to stick with natural feds, your choices are kind of somewhat limited. Right, you have WNBF, which do they're the only natural federation that do a first timer show. So you could, you could obviously imagine how busy that show is. The other ones like you could FBA, BNBF, MPA, um, there's one called UFE as well, uh, ICN. There, there's a bunch of them. It's not all of them do men's physique. Not all of them do women's bikini. Um, for reasons that you'll need to speak to the federation about, but if you know that they don't all do that, then and that's your class, that's your category, you then maybe need to start thinking about uh, untested federations. So if you are natural and you're you're, th- you're thinking of doing untested federations, 
you might need to accept that on that given day, someone might show up that's just a bit bigger than you because they maybe are assisted and they've just got that that extra helping hand for growth. Um, so this is where you need to be even a bit more selective with your shows. But then again, it's not always going to be about winning and placing in your in your first season. Now, I'll be the first to say that w- me and the team, we're not there to uh, just show up and to take part. We are there to, to win. We are there to be competitive. However, that might not be what it means to you. You might be someone that has um, have be, has been very very overweight in the past, um, and this is you sort of um, proving to yourself you can do something you told yourself you never would have done. Maybe you are someone that's recovering um, from um, eating disorders, and again, bodybuilding has saved your life. And this is this is a stamp. This is a hallmark for you to be like, yeah, I've done this. I've overcome it, and and, and this for you just clarifies in your mind that boom, you are in control, complete control of your physique, complete control with with food and whatnot. And if that's what it means to you, I fucking love that. That's great. But please don't get in your head if that's the case about placings, about this side of the next thing. You know, I've said to to many people before about staying in your lane. So um, if that's your goal, you just do the show regardless and you'll feel a million bucks coming off stage, whatever happens. However, if you are going to, if we're talking about staying in your lane, let's say you are beginners, a first timers. What I'd suggest you do is you stick with federations that either do first-timer shows or they do beginners categories. So um, let's take let's take Christina as an example. Uh, this year, she did uh, in her first show. Um, she did b- bikini first-timers and then she did open and she won both of them. Then for our second show, we did bikini open and we did bikini beginners. So going into the weekend, we kind of knew on both occasions that the first-timers and the beginners classes. Those are our main ones. And whatever happens in the open, that's like icing on the cake. Because our first year, we're going to focus on the beginners categories, the first-timers categories, uh, the novice ones, whatever you want to call it. And because that's where we fit. That's what we're aiming for. We're aiming to be successful in that. And then as the years go on, that's when we look to to take that step up. So if, you know, you use that as an example. Uh, let's maybe use another example. Uh, Ryan. Ryan, who can beat the weekend? Uh, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, he did uh, first timers bodybuilding at Fitex. Two weeks after that, he did beginners bodybuilding at NFM UK, and then he did his open class as well. And then at the weekend there, there was no beginners, so he just jumped in to, to open. But for us again, the main the main task, the main priority was the beginners. Right now, he's he's had a win in the open class, which kind of shows you how how good he is. But for all athletes um, in that first year, that's what I suggest you focus on. Is yeah, and, and if you have success in them, that's great. And by all means, go into the open classes wherever wherever it is, and see how you fare against um, maybe athletes that have been doing it for a bit longer. And um, they'll naturally be a bit more muscled. They'll naturally have a bit more conditioning. But always just remembering, you know, never be disheartened or disappointed with a result that doesn't go your way in those open classes. If it is your first year competing, you know, I, I would always say, um, I'll always try and get my athletes to the point where, in their first year, they are still competitive in an open lineup. And that's just just who I am as a as, as a coach, and be able to just chuck them in in, in any show uh, whenever we want. But we'll always still endeavour to do those beginners classes. Um, so as I says, if you are a beginner, don't be uh, don't be jumping into some of the the Premier League divisions or 
you know, jumping into the FA Cups or the, the Champions League finals or whatever straight away. You know, don't be doing a pro quali in two bros straight away. Of course, you can build up to that, right? So your first season, you you start with these beginners, these first-timer shows, these categories. Then maybe you take a year out and then thereafter, then you maybe take that step up. So if you were a bodybuilder and you were doing beginners bodybuilding, well, your next jump up's novice, isn't it, right? You maybe have done open, but remember, novice category usually states that you have never placed in the top three at British finals. It's a big jump to go to from beginners bodybuilding up to the open classes, particularly like guys are just getting bigger and bigger each year and everyone is coming in absolutely appealed. So you've kind of got that in-between category with novice bodybuilding that you can jump in and do. And of course, when if you jump in and you find you do novice and you find that you kill it, then in your sort of second season, you could then make that step up from your, in, your, in your second show that season to the open classes and see how you fare. With uh, the likes of Bikini, you've jumped in beginners or first-timers that first uh, that first season. Um, of course, you move up to the open classes. Now, that's where you maybe, and this is across all classes, you maybe then start picking some harder shows. Now, you maybe pick the harder feds, the PCAs, the, um, the two bros, uh, or if you did manage to do that at the end of your first season, you maybe then pick harder regionals, ones that are closer to British finals or closer to pro qualities. For example, PCA, we know that in September, the those qualifiers are all very, very hard. You got PCA... Manchester, Midlands, London, like, and then Birmingham, I think all in a row, like four weeks in a row, um, and they're all ridiculously busy and the standard is incredibly high. So maybe if you did a PCA that was a bit quieter, you then maybe jump in one of the harder regionals that are closer to the British finals, or maybe your goal is to then think, right, I've done a regional, I've done okay, um, I then want to try and get into the finals. But I will say, if you haven't ever won a regional, make that your goal, like that's your Olympia, like winning a regional, that's your Olympia, that's what you focus on before you then think about thinking, right, let's go to the British finals and let's try and take a, a top three or top five placing because if you're consistently placing in the open class third, fourth in regionals, then you, th- there's clearly still a bit of work that needs to be done going into, uh, to try and, you know, you're not going to finish third, fourth in regional and then, then get top three placing at British finals unless you've maybe been softer in those regionals but if you're 100 percent in those regionals at that time frame then i would probably advise not doing a brish and instead going into an improvement season then coming back with a better package try and win that regional uh, before then thinking right progress to the progress to the the british um so as i says it could be taking the step up from maybe maybe you've started with um maybe you've started with ibfa Maybe you've done an NFM UK, uh, GPO, a uh, FitX or UKP, whatever it is. You know th- those feds are all kind of I would say similar in, in regards to their level. Maybe you've started with them your first season and then your second season. You think right, I'm moving up a class. Maybe you're moving up to novice or you're moving into open class bodybuilding. So maybe you do them as your first show in the open class to see how you fare, and then you think right, won that. That's cool. Your second show is maybe a PCA or a two bros or whatever it is and the standard obviously is going to be that little bit higher but I think with each one it's always coming back to that phrase of okay for that season for that year what is your Olympia what are you focusing on what are you doing you're not getting bogged down or worried by the opinion of others of the federation that they think that you should or shouldn't do or oh my god I didn't do this federation so that achievement's not quite as good not a box to that like 
if you're putting absolutely everything into that show that you're doing, that is your Olympia, that is your MO, that's the main one because it means so much to you and probably you're the only person out with your coach that knows what it means to you. Um, if your coach doesn't know what it means to you, they're probably in the wrong job. But um, as I said, only you know what it'll be. And I'm going to add a, a phrase in here from uh, someone that is well-known within the industry and has been on this podcast before. He's a big boy. His name is Josh Malley, six foot seven, uh, of just pure British beef. <laughs> he is a big, big dude. And every time I stand beside him, he makes me feel like a small child. Um, he just won the super heavyweights and overall at the Race Street Rumble um, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm sure he's going to be going in the Arnolds this weekend. Um, Josh won't be listening to this, but if you are, Josh, all the best for the weekend. He um, he came on this podcast a long time ago, a couple of years ago now, and he, I asked him at the time, uh, he was when he was Mr. Naba Pro European Universe winner, um, the most prestigious you know thing that you can achieve in Naba in Europe. And uh, I said to him, Josh, there's probably a lot of people wondering why you haven't went down the IFBB route. Now, he has now. Okay, he has now. Give him his due. And I said, well, why haven't you went down the IFBB route? And he says, Vaughn, he says, I have the most fun competing with NABA. Um, and I, he says, I'd recommend to anyone out there that wants to, to do bodybuilding, wants to compete, to choose the federation that you have the most fun with. So for him, that was NABA. That was his Olympia. That was his MO, right? So if you're out there and you have the most fun with NFM UK... Then, then do NFM UK. If you have the most fun with UKUP, do UKUP. If you have the most fun with Tubos or PC, do them. Whatever it is, do the federation that you have the most fun with. So if one of the biggest guys I've ever met says, look, I compete with the fed that I'm happiest with and have the most fun with, and you're not the biggest guy out there or the biggest girl or the most conditioned whatever it is, like, just, just listen, <laughs> you know, someone that's maybe competed for over a decade is saying that and that's probably one of the, the biggest take-homes I would say from this podcast is to just have fun with uh, any federation that you're competing with or, or stick with the one you have the most fun with. It has been an incredible uh, four weeks with um, the, the the competitive standpoint part of the, the brand. The, the team, I think five of them have produced, I think it's like nine wins eight seconds and two thirds I've managed to get to five shows um, which has been it's been tough uh, but it's been amazing to, to be part of um, I always think that in this game you know if athletes invest so much time in us as coaches we kind of owe it to them to, to be at their Olympia to be at their show to be at the thing that matters the most to them um, whether that's the first show the second third or, or all of them you know I, I'm a realist and say I, I can't get to them all but um, I think I managed to get to two out of every, you know, the, the four competitors out of the weekend, two out of their three shows this season I'll have been at. Um, but yeah, just an incredible run. It, it's something that on Monday like it hit me just how tired I was because, listen guys, like right now I'm at a maintenance phase with my own journey, um, maintaining this you know slightly better version of a dad bod. We'll say so when I'm at these shows, you know, I don't eat uh, near as much as I should. I should probably need to. Um, I sleep poorly. I'm, I'm on the road driving, um, which is tiring on my feet all day. Show day's tiring as well. Um, you know, and to do to do that, I think there was one one occasion. It was like three shows in seven days. Um, doing that week in week out has been tough, but it's been fucking incredible. And if I could go back and do it all again. I absolutely would do and I would do it um, in a heartbeat because it's been amazing 
to be there um, and share those moments with some athletes that really, you know, you, you can't replicate. You know, someone wins their first show, that only ever happens once. You know, it's only going to be their first show once. Um, or the first time they've maybe moved up from men's physique to bodybuilding, it's only ever going to happen once. It's, uh, yeah, it's been awesome. And uh, there's still some of the team left to go, though, right? There's um, the Arnolds this weekend. There's uh, Lille the week after that, which I'm going to. Um, and then everything sort of calms down. So for me, it's been this big burst of about, say, seven, eight weeks of athletes competing um, every weekend. But it's it's rather than it be sort of three or four, it's now just one one or two each weekend, which is still amazing and incredible to be part of. And I'll be, I'll be able to, to, to be at that show um, in France next week. However, this weekend, I'm away with uh, my family for a few days um, before three become four effectively before we uh, uh, we have another I don't know if I've ever announced this on the podcast but we're having another boy um, so before uh, our next baby boy shows up which will probably happen in January or December uh, we're having a, a few days away um, as a little bit of a break and we're at Dubai on, earlier on this year and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be in uh, Gran Canaria um, as of as of two days time actually um, and I'm very much looking forward to that little break so I think that's kind of it for me, guys. The, the, the season as a whole is wrapping up. You know, it's it's in about, um, in the next six weeks is when you'll see all of the British finals um, and then everything calms down. And there's not any shows in the UK between November. Uh, sorry, there is, because there's a GPO final on the 21st of November. But for the most part, from the start of November all the way up till middle of March, everything calms down, no shows. Um, and that's effectively our off season and then the season begins again middle of March all the way up till the end of October so um, that is it for me guys wherever you are whatever you do give it the beans